Hey there. <laughs> Have you ever had stuff in your life that you can't change, but you keep thinking about it because you want it to be changed? Usually this stuff has to do with other people, right? Like somebody's doing something or making decisions and you, you can tell that <laughs> maybe it's not the right course of action for them. And maybe it's even an intuitive knowing that it's not, not the highest good course of action for them, but there they go <laughs> making their, making their choices and doing their things. And look, I mean, don't we all do it? I do it too. But then uh, in my own life, or there's just maybe something at work or something in your family or something, something around where, it's like, hey, maybe this should be done differently, but you're not the one in charge of that project. <laughs> so, but it kind of bugs you, right? You're thinking about it. You want to let it go, right? You know about mindset, you know about law of attraction or whatever you want to call it. You know that your thoughts are yours, but for whatever reason, that thing is just present in your mind. And with that can also come this feeling of maybe I should be doing, maybe I keep thinking about this, right? Because there's something I should be doing. Is this my intuition telling me that I should be doing something more? Is there a message that I'm not getting? Am I misinterpreting something? And then of course, then you start thinking about whether or not maybe you're thinking about it incorrectly. And then you think, well, maybe I'm thinking about that incorrectly. Then next thing you know, you're in this impossible loop where you're completely tangled up in what the heck is going on, what you should do about it, what your intuition is telling you, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. Now, if you're like me, um, human, <laughs> you've had situations where you've overshared, right? You've overhelped or gave advice when it wasn't right wasn't in the highest good to give the advice that never goes over well does it <laughs> and and also to give advice when it's not in divine timing or not in great timing also doesn't work out so well because a person needs to want to hear it but they also need to be ready to hear it and and then of course how you offer the message right what kind of mood are you in <laughs> when you offer it that uh, there's all of these factors but what i'm offering today in this mini little podcast is a tool to help you start to untangle yourself from these things that you can't stop thinking about that you you can't change. So let's talk about what it is that you can't change, right? When you start living an inside-out life versus an outside-in life, meaning you're self-guided, you know that your perspective is everything, you're, you're deciding or have decided to be happy no matter what, you're cultivating and working on cultivating that per perspective within you, right? The great realization or the great shift into living conscious creatively is the knowing that your life is all your perspective, right? All your perspective. Like you can look at the dishes in the sink and you can be like, oh, there's dishes in the sink. You can look at the dishes in the sink and say, well, there's a lot of dishes in the sink, but I love that we all had dinner together last night because I didn't do the dishes last night. <laughs> right? Now notice in both of those examples, I didn't change. 
I'll, oh, there's dishes in the sink too. Yay, there's dishes in the sink. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges about learning how to live with a cultivated as in a chosen mindset is it's not about pretending that you like things that you don't like. It's not about learning to love the dishes in the sink, but it is about choosing a perspective where you can appreciate that there's dishes in the sink, right? Without changing your feeling about the dishes in the sink. It's a very important distinction in how you move through your mind and what you're thinking about. And it keeps you from doing like what they would call spiritual bypass, which is everything's fine. It's not fine. And so my tip is about how do you, you really sort of begin the process of finding a perspective about this thing that you can't change that does not involve spiritual bypass, that does not involve you saying, well, it's great that they're making these choices, or it's great that people at work are not tending to this thing that should be tended to, or it's great that, you know, right whatever right it's not about trying to feel that it's great it's about finding ways to be more peaceful in your mind about what is right so all that to say here's the tip i started doing this because there's um i'm i i work in a lot of collaborative environments right and you could even say that life coaching is collaborative because, right, you're collaborating on right, really cool courses of action to take and healing to take, right, for the project, which is this person who is choosing to move through things, right, and feel better. So that's collaborative. I've done t- tons with improv groups, I'm either helping start them or helping them grow, helping them even like turn into LLCs and begin to work um, and uh, become hired by companies for like Christmas parties and things like that. Of course, I work in the homeschool environment where there's a lot of collaboration, parenting's collaboration, but then I also have, you know, jobs, right, throughout my life that are actual like what people would call traditional job jobs. And there's a lot of collaboration in there because one person is not doing all of it, right? Unless you're a solopreneur, but in that, and when you're a solopreneur, you're still never solo. There's always something that somebody else is involved in, even if it's the people that are keeping your internet going (laughs) in your house, right? So that you can do your job from home, right? So one of the things that I've started to do because I noticed myself sometimes on on in various projects or in various ways feeling like oh you know i can see that there's i intuitively can sense that something's not right and i'll say something and in the in a particular instance nobody's doing anything about it right and again it could be work people could be people at home could be people in hobbies doesn't matter it doesn't matter who it is there's something that right? You're being urged or your intuition is telling you or your mind, something in you is telling you this needs to change. And you've told them and they're not doing anything about it, right? Even if it's like, hey, pick up your shoes, <laughs> whatever, right? That Those things, what do you do with that? And this goes with the another tool that I've, I've used, which is how do you feel complete when things are not complete? So 
at the end of sessions, because life coaching is never done. Spiritual coaching is never done. Intuitive messages are never done. There's always more. There's always more that can be done. There's always more he- more healing that can be done, more insight that can happen. But at some point, it's done for that time. That session is done. So back when I was beginning my intuitive readings, it was like, how do you end the intuitive reading? And yeah, you can just say, oh, time's up. That never felt right to me. So I always wanted to make sure that the divine timing or the aligned timing or whatever you want to call it timing felt right. But then still, I could sense that the person had more questions. Now, if I kept talking to somebody for every single question they ever had, for as long as they were awake and I was awake, it still wouldn't be right because there's there's a timing for things. And people need to process and they need to go back and think about what was talked about and, and they need to integrate what was talked about and they need to go and, and, and make it their own, inf- take the information and make it their own. And this happens whether you're in life coaching or whether you're saying, hey, I have some suggestions about what you can do with your improv group, right? They had to go back and make it their own. So when is the conversation over? So I started doing this thing where I'd say to my clients, based on the reasons why you called today, known and unknown to you, do you feel complete? And it was this, whoa, wait a minute. I can feel complete even though the overall isn't complete. It's like, yeah, are we complete for today? Are you complete for now? Are you complete for this round of learning and growing and receiving. And it it was like, put your hands on your heart if you'd like and ask yourself that question. If the answer is, and and then don't lie about it. If the answer is no, I don't feel complete. I'm like, great. Well, what's that? What's that lingering question? And, And I would ask that question, even though I intuitively knew sometimes or sometimes I would, I would intuitively know if it felt complete and I would intuitively know if there were more questions, but I would feel intuitively timed to ask that question, even if it, there was going to be a follow-up question to it. Does that make sense? So I'd say, does it feel complete? Yes or no. And then they tune into it and they go, no, it doesn't feel complete. And I would say, I agree. Now, this is the wonderful stuff that happens when you are working with somebody or playing with somebody or in a, in a relationship with somebody who's also tuning into intuition and they're being honest about what they're sensing. It's wonderful. So I would say, I agree. Something doesn't feel quite, quite done. What is it? And then we would talk and then I would say, great, let's ask, answer the question, ask the question again, based on the reasons why you called today, known and unknown, do you feel complete? And when they said, yes, there, I would say, and I would, and I sensed it too. I was like, I do agree. And there you could see it in their bodies if, if it was a Zoom, but you could feel it uh, either way. If, if they were on the phone call, like, oh, I get to be complete even though it's overall not complete, even though I'm still processing and growing and learning. Right now I'm complete. Yes. Permission to process. Oh, can you hear it? My dog is having some dreams. <laughs> He's making those cute little sounds. Oh, in in his um he's over in the corner all curled up on a blanket. <laughs> anyway, right? You get to feel complete even when it's not complete. That's what I was starting to think about when I realized there are these sort of loose ends that I was sensing about stuff. Well, how do you feel complete when things are not complete? 
right? So say it's a work project and you're like, okay, I can sense that something isn't right or something needs to be changed. Is it correct to bring it up? Yeah. Do I know who to bring it up to? Yeah. Did I bring it up to them? Yeah. Did I bring it up to them in a way that was, you know, calm or did I explain myself well, right? Did I get my message across? Yeah. Are they doing anything about it? No. <laughs> okay, now what? So I started writing on my to-do list, like say I would already have the conversation with them or I'd already pass on the message. And, and again, in any area of, of life, whether it was hobbies or, or family or what you would call traditional work. And I would add a to-do list on my list called, and I would name it like, you know, um, tell so-and-so about this issue that I see. And then I would check it off. <laughs> I would check it off my list. I would add it after I'd already even done it. And I could feel that I was still like tied into it or I was thinking about it. I would make a to-do list that said a to-do item, right? And I would word it. I would think, how do I need to word this? Passed on the message about this. Because that's what I felt called to do. I felt called to pass on the message. Communicated this to somebody. Because that's what my job is, right? My job is to communicate things when I see them. Or or um, told somebody about this. Well, that's why they hired me. To help them, right, with their with their project, right? Or, or that was our agreement when I said I'd help them set up their, I mean, I've helped so many um, friends set up their businesses, right? So that, that was our agreement when I said I'd help them set up their business, that I would let them know. I would help guide them as best that I could. Well, I've done my part then. The, the, the rest is up to them. How do I shift out of my role and let them do their part? Whether they're going to make mistakes or they're tuning into their divine timing or there are parts of what's going on with them that I don't know about. And maybe if like it's a work project, maybe there are like, you know, 15 things that are, are being juggled around about the topic that I'm not aware of because I'm not in those meetings, right? And so things have to happen in the in a certain order. And I'm sitting here thinking, why aren't, why aren't they just doing it? And they're and they're thinking, well, yeah, let's let's put this into the consideration pile for all the things that we're doing, and then we can make judgment calls about it and make decisions about it. Or it could be a family member. You're saying, why don't you clean this up or clean that up? And you just you know, or or why didn't you do your dishes that night? And you don't realize that they're working through some big grief or they they are in the middle of an inspired project and starting to do the dishes at this time would really derail them from what they're really feeling called to do like we don't always have all that context right and it's their context because I don't feel called right I'm talking about the times I don't feel called to do anything else like there's nothing else for me to do what do you how do you stop thinking about that thing that you can't change? Maybe I need to reword that because I'm not, well, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I don't want to micromanage the title of this podcast at this moment while I'm literally in it. But here's the thing about checking things off your list. It's the goal for me in checking it, it off the list is the equivalent energetic mental, emotional, um, 
what do you call it? Equivalency of putting my hand on my heart and saying, based on the reasons why, (laughs) all right, based on the reasons why I felt called to communicate that thing, do I, even though it's not complete, do I in this moment feel complete? That's the goal that I'm looking for. The incompleteness in the completeness. Incompleteness in the incompleteness. I'm looking for the way to move through life that's never done. Like we're eternal, right? Like literally it's never done. But through evolution of our lives, which is never done, through projects, which the projects of our lives, which are, are never done. I'm looking at allowing myself to have this feeling of completeness. Yeah. So for me, I write on the to-do list. I really craft what the to-do is so that I go, yep, that's really what I felt called to do. That, yep, that's my part in this. Yep. I take time and then I check it off. Done. Right? Done. Now, there's a second step. Sometimes I was taught um, Beatrix uh, Quintana, who was my tarot teacher and is masterful with the tarot, honestly, had said that, write your to-do list. This was, a, and she'd done a lot with Tibetan numerology and, and some of these in, in other things like that and in different stuff. And one of her tools, which has always stayed with me was, was write your to-do list in one color. I don't always do it, right? But I do it when I need it. And I did it for a while in the beginning until until it became uh, just an, until it integrated, right, with me, was write your to-do list in one color. Like say you write your to-do list with a blue pen. And then get a different color pen. And when you've completed something, write on top of that to-do, victory, with an exclamation point. And what I found is what that did was it elongated the amount of seconds, the amount of time that I spent basking in, paying attention to, cultivating, integrating the energy of this is done, right? I did this. This is done. I did this. This is done. I can take this off out of my mind. I can take this off my plate. I can take this off my to-do list. I'm proud of myself. I did it, right? The different colors really gives your mind. There's a lot of, I was just reading about, um, there's an a browser app I think right now that will change just a regular article on the internet and it'll make it so like I don't know four or five six words are in one color and then starts to fade into another color and so it it keeps changing colors and it does is it draws your eye along instead of it just all the text being one color and it's helpful for um you know different brain types and 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 folks like that anyway and I thought, yeah, this thing about color and how it, your mind can't go, oh, that's the same. Your mind goes, oh, there's something different there. The difference is it's done, right? That's the difference. The first part was what was to do. The second part is it's done. So this is another layer to that, like writing it down and then checking it off and then practicing that ability to let the other person, let the universe, let 
you know, however you think about it, do the next part. Take it and integrate it. Have the time to do with it in their way. Even if you can feel that they're not listening to their intuition, right? To be like, yeah, that happens. I mean, there are times I'm not listening to mine. And I look back and I go, yeah, I got the message about that days ago. And I didn't I didn't pay attention to it. And here I am cleaning up more than I would have to clean up if I would have paid. That's part of life too. But, and again, right? There's never any, you never get it wrong. That's an Abraham quote. You never get it wrong because you can't not learn. You can't not evolve. You can't not grow. But wouldn't it be nice if while we were learning and growing with other people, (laughs) we could feel more calm about it all? Yeah. So we could feel more peaceful. We could feel more complete. And then, says my guidance now, we can begin to allow our visions of them or the project we're thinking about to really align more with what source knows, which is that all is well. They are in good hands. They are guided. The divine timing is always, is, um, it's not, it's the word isn't malleable. It's, it's ever creative. Like you can't, well, I missed that timing, so no more timing is coming, right? (laughs) Divine timing is always happening, right? Oh, the unfolding is happening. I'm going to, and then how am I picturing them? Can I now that I've checked off my part of the list, look at them and say, wow, now it is in, this is in your court. And you know what? Now that I'm not feeling tied to this, I'm beginning to remember your brilliance and remember your that you have your guidance and I'm remembering how awesome you are and I'm thinking about all the times when you've done these amazing things in either in the family or our hobbies or our work or our neighborhood or whatever it is are are the ways in which we work together. I'm I am being lifted up in my perspective about you because I'm not tangled up in my perspective about it. I have completed that. Now what's flooding through me more or I have more access to is looking at you through the eyes of source, looking through at this thing through the eyes of source, allowing myself to really begin to sense, to know, to expect, to feel joy in the fact that, right? Life is eternal and all is well and this is well too. Yeah? Oh, Yeah, more of that, please. (laughs) 